Hello there, welcome to Look It, Will You Listen. Um, Two old radio well heads. Well done, I was going to say, <laughs> you do that this week for a change. Really Two old radio heads going through six subjects around 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in. Bear in mind, we don't know what each other's subjects are, and I'm trying to adjust the microphones as we speak. I was a bit low. bit low, a bit low, like spiritually or, or sonically? <laughs> just, just the microphone. Just the and, mic. And Neve, in general, just a bit low. Well, it is January. Yeah, exactly. No, it's February. <laughs> oh my God, it is. Yeah, yeah, we this missed the last awful. one. awful. We missed the last one. Um, completely my fault. D- no, no, this is going to make up for it. Okay, yes. Because this, uh, the stuff yes. I have here, this is okay. award-winning stuff, <laughs> right? Is it? Oh, it is. Is it? Are you going swimming? We have again? a case study here. Do we? Remember That's the bananas? Oh Hold my on God! There now. That's okay. coming Spoiler towards alert. the end. I have pictures. The whole lot. Oh my God! Okay. <laughs> You're welcome to contribute at look at at uniquemedia.ie or tweet look at podcast on Twitter. I'm very impressed that you just went went back into professional mode there. Well, I did once have a job. In, in 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 radio, in, yeah. as I did myself. In fact, we used to work together. We worked in radio. together, yeah. <laughs> and it was great fun. It was great, fun. and we got to see each other all the time. Now we have to uh, we have to do this on a Friday in two separate studios. Exactly. Yes. Oh, it was great because I'm such a monster in the morning, but uh, I was always delighted to see to you see you. Like, no, I always you know well you were a monster when you were sitting in next next door. Next door. Doing, yeah, right now you're right night, And then yeah. as soon as the microphone came on, oh look, it's it's upbeat knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once that red light goes on. It's like, a, it's like it. a red rag to a bull. It's like she thrum, actually thrum, thrum, thrum. Put, put clothes on today Almost. rather than come in in her, her pajamas, pajamas. Well, it's radio after all. Exactly, they can't can see get you. get away with murder. I'm right, telling you. Um, right, do you want to start off with a start? Current Affairs is our first segment. <laughs> this is very Current Affairs-y. Okay, what have we got? Haggis launched to the edge of space. In celebration of Burns Night, an actual news story from Sky News. Okay. For the first time ever, the moment that we've all been waiting for, Haggis has been launched to the edge of space. Scots celebrate Burns Night, January 25th. Celebration of the life and works of national poet can Robert I, can Burns. Can I ask a question here? Yes. Is this your research from last week that you didn't use? No, actually. This is more recent than Are you last sure? week's. Because yeah. like it's January 25th was 10 days ago. I know, but this is about the... This is about the... The space rather than the still, haggis and yeah. the Burns night. But now we have all the stats on the haggis, the okay. flying haggis. Okay. The Scottish delicacy was flying for two hours, 37 minutes and covered a distance of 52 miles. You'll be delighted to hear... It has now been safely transported back to Company HQ, where it will be preserved for years to come as the first haggis in space. Thank you, Sky News. So basically, um, a Scottish butcher called Simon Howie. Okay. <laughs> Which I hope is how you pronounce his name. I'm going to call him Simon Howie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked with a research firm called Stratonauts to launch the original size 454 gram haggis into space attached to a weather balloon. It went up for 20 miles. Uh, and then uh, it's basically yeah it went up four times the height of Mount Everest and uh, Mr Howie said he did it to lift the spirits of the general public and to take Scotland's national dish to new heights this is a pound of haggis <laughs> giving everybody much cheer across across Scotland and how did it go up it, it sounds like they just stuck it on the end stuck of a stuck in a balloon oh, in a, a weather balloon, balloon. yeah they oh. stuck a uh, yes um, and I have never had haggis on its own but I have had as I've previously mentioned to you haggis on a burger while in Glasgow yes and I have to say I really enjoyed haggis on a burger in Glasgow I had haggis in Edinburgh 
Did you? As part of a breakfast. It was a bit like white pudding. Yes. I, I thought I'd wouldn't like it but yes. I did it was quite it's surprisingly tasty yeah it was alright yeah uh, love love a bit of Edinburgh Cannot, oh yeah it's one of the places that's on my hit list as soon as as soon as we're allowed to travel again I would I want a wintry weekend in Edinburgh well it's always winter in Edinburgh really isn't it <laughs> um, it's Saint no Saint King it's, it's King Arthur's chair there's a there's a King Arthur's seat King Arthur's seat seat, and seat. I, all, I went little up, I know I, apologies was there doing a bit of work but we had a bit of time so I, I walked up part of the way to that it's up a mountain yes on the at the side of it Edinburgh's quite hilly anyway um, nah couldn't make it up to it my mom made it up and it nearly uh, it nearly nearly ended her yeah apparently it's a really big climb they took some alternative route to make sure it was really hard because her um, our in-laws and our, our all of them are they're all very hardcore oh they were so be. yeah they brought them up some kind of awful awful route that nearly <laughs> she nearly died I think we're no going the easy way <laughs> we're taking the Scottish way we're going straight up through actual piles of misery. Exactly. Um, yeah, but she had a wonderful time, so it's something I've always wanted to do. I was dying to go on the ghost tour in Edinburgh, but I went for a weekend and slept through it because I was so tired from, from working that I just went for a quick cat nap, a little disco nap in the afternoon and slept through my ghost tour. So I need to go back to Edinburgh and go on a ghost tour. I actually went on my own to Edinburgh. Every now and then I go on a solo voyage uh, just to make sure that I can still like. It is you know, a lovely, a lovely little city. Enjoy myself, and it's very walkable, aroundable. It's beautiful. It's very Harry Pottery. Yeah. I believe she did write Harry Potter there. I think she I did. I think you're right. Um, but it looks very Harry Pottery. It looks very magical, and majestic, and twinkly lights and nice places to stop for tea and scones. I am dying to go back. Just before we get on to uh, my current affairs, and I use the term loosely, please. Yeah. Um, you slept through that. Is yes. there anything else you've slept through? And I'm going to embarrass my daughter now. <laughs> I, while in college, I accidentally slept through my dad's birthday party while in a stupor after the night before and got there late and nobody was impressed. Also slept through once. So there's this thing I didn't realize when I first got an iPhone. If you turn down the volume on the phone, it turns down the alarm on the phone. Uh-huh. So that's the only time. And work was so nice about it. I actually I arrived an hour and a half late for work. Uh, which is terrible when you work on live television uh-huh. and you have to be there otherwise nothing goes out <laughs> you were doing the continuity yeah, you were I doing was, the you know, and voiceover. shortly yeah but nobody knew what was coming up they had to wait for the actual <laughs> program it was terrible um, so I actually slept through that and uh, the boss just rang me and she, she was like I thought you were dead because you would never miss a link which I am delighted that she thinks that about me there you go um, but yeah the alarm was going off for an hour and a half and I just it was just on a really low volume and I slept through it and I apologise Hmm. My daughter. Yes. Uh, Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Right? Yes. Uh, I'm a huge fan, right? Yes. And he went a bit mad. He took an awful lot of drugs, but um, <laughs> he, he he was coming back to do concerts, right? And he was doing Pet Sounds, which is the Beach Boys. Fantas- one of the best albums of all time in, in my opinion it's the best album of all time right so he's coming back on a tour and he's playing Pet Sounds the full album in full right and he's coming to the point or whatever it's called these days. this is probably ah, it's 20 years ago um, so I've been playing this album in the car for years daughter at that stage Lisa was probably I, she could have been 8 or 9 right okay, so she could be forgiven for whatever you're about no, to say no she can't okay. right <laughs> so Exactly. So I took her to Pet Sounds. Yes. And I was there, and all the all the old radio heads that I'd known for years, they were all they were all around elsewhere, and the serious musos because we're all you know, and and it's a great album. It's a great, just a great pop album. <clears throat> so Lisa is there, and he he came out, and I think he he did a few songs if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember. She fell asleep. 
Um, a gig. Yeah, and then that, and look, that's it. I'm just like, impressed. Listen, I'm a big fan. I was about five seats from the front here. I was looking up oh his God. nose. Yeah. Um, How was that left nostril? Yeah, it's a, well, you know, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> she fell asleep for Pet Sounds. Oh my God. The whole album. I woke up then for for when he was playing the hits and knows okay. all the hits. So we were dancing around for the hits and that was that was fine. Um, up, up until about a month ago, I'm, and she's well aware of this, and I, I give her grief about this. And um, I said, "You fell asleep for Pet Sounds." Yeah, but it wasn't that long. I said, "No, it isn't. It's not that long. It's not that long an album. It's it's probably about a half an hour." I said, "What? It's impressive. Half, I fell asleep for half an hour. Yeah. I thought I fell asleep for Pet Sounds." I said, "Yeah, the album. No, I thought the track." No, the full <laughs> album. She only found out about a couple of weeks ago. Wow, that is impressive. I, I fell asleep during a gig, but in fairness, it was at a festival and I wasn't really that interested. So I just put down a scarf at the back of a tent. Yeah. Uh, on, on about day three, I was like, I'm, I'm over this. I need, a, I need a cat nap and fell asleep during a gig. But that's impressive. But that was, that was at the end of a very intense period of, of gigs. <laughs> Um, and drinking and debauchery. Actually, sleeping in a tent is very difficult. You don't get great sleep. I'm, I'm not very. I'm not good at it. I'm not a fan. I, I, I I've never Ate been it. to a real I festival. The whole idea that does not. <laughs> if I can't go back to a hotel, I'm not interested. Thanks very much. I like a nice B and B. Yes. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. But just not a not a tent. Not a tent. Not anymore. But I fell asleep drinking. But that's amazing. Well done, Lisa. That is something to be proud of. <sighs> Slept through pet sounds. I'm not saying I still haven't forgiven her, but I still haven't <laughs> forgiven her. <laughs> and I, I just thought it was so funny when she said, you know, yeah, it's only a track. No, 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 no. The entire album. That That is impressive. I must check and see what age she was. Maybe she was only two. In my head, she was she was 20. But obviously, it's somewhere between that. Probably around seven or eight. And it's such an important one. Anyway. Anyway. Ah, it wasn't, it wasn't. You know, but I, I brought her more so she could say that she saw him doing. But he's done it loads of times since. And I've seen him loads of times since doing it as well. Anyway. She's probably not the only one who slept through it. Probably another one out there somewhere. Possibly, if there is, yeah. let us know. Yes. Um, current affairs. We've finished my time for current affairs, but let me tell you what I was going to do. Oh, do it anyway. Uh, I'm going to fly through my next one. No, nah, we need time for the banana control group. Yes, okay. Um, I was going to do doctor's hail first face and double hand transplant. Oh, I love these kinds of stories. This is BBC, so it's serious. This is a serious story. Okay. Um, world's first face and double hand transplant, 22-year-old guy he fell asleep in a car got really burnt <gasps> 23 hour surgery performed by a team of more than 140 health workers um, 140 140 these oh things God. don't always work he spent uh, four months in a burnt a burn unit uh, reconstructive surgeries etc etc I'm just going through this really really quickly but um, they, they don't present these guys until they know that it's kind of working wow so it's been a while he looks okay unfortunately all I can, you can see that through the glass there that's black oh, and white yeah. now that's him before and the afterpiece um, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't print uh, the, the, it, it's it, just half a head exactly he actually looks worse after but no. given your study yes, given exactly. your um, but he does look okay there. I'll tell you what we'll stick up wow. on Twitter we'll stick I'll put a note that's on that as amazing well as the yeah, link to it what you've shown me is frightening they, it, it, they've it is. actually removed half of his head um, he was burnt away to nothing Jesus. the poor guy and and that's he horrific. looks he, he looks he doesn't look totally fine but he looks an awful lot better than he did before it's a, it's a really wow. good positive story and fair play to the guy so what um, happened he fell asleep at fell the asleep wheel fell asleep in the car uh, it, it crashed oh it, my god it went on fire and um, you know he, he spent 45 days in intensive care after the surgery and a further two months in hospital had to learn how to open his eyelids and use his new hands but he's able to wow. do it that's the amazing thing they stuck this amazing. face on him yeah. and now he's able to work it 
And I wonder can he feel with his hands and how that... Do, 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 do. He loves to play golf. He wants to get back to the course. Wow. Uh, he, they're impressed by the amount of weight he can lift and the quality of, the, of his grip strength. Whether he can feel or not, I don't know. But I mean, if okay. he has, if he has a bit, of, if he can do that, you know, with your hands, um, that's really good because he. That's well, amazing. The top of his hands, we're, we're off. It's a, it's a wow. really, it's an, in, it's a different story. Yeah. Okay, that's as far as current wow. affairs uh, we've done. Well, we've done Brian Wilson, we've done The Guy With No Face, and we've done um, your bit of Haggis. Haggis, yeah. yes. Listen, you can't say we're not entertaining. We can't say we're not diverse. Well, there is that too. Okay. <laughs> yes, moving Cul- swiftly culture onwards to culture. Near. You see, you're great at the culture because you're, you're cultured. Well, this isn't cultured at all. It's funny that you should say that. This is something that we've taken to. So because we're all staying in, can't go anywhere, we've had to structure our weeks. Because we used to have a different structure on our weeks. So we used to have things that we did. Now we don't do anything. So we have Pizza Friday. And I'm glad I've recruited you to, to the type that of pizza, pizza that I like. It's a really good amazing. pizza. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so it's Pizza Friday. It's Pub Quiz Thursday. Oh. We found this wonderful pub quiz run by the soundguys.ie who are really sound. And they were doing it for free for people for January because January could be a bit miserable. And it's it's this brilliant speed quiz online that you cannot cheat on and it's just made our weeks so great because we play it with people that we know so there's about 30 teams and there's one round called the bitch slap round where if you get the question right in the shortest amount of time you can take points off a team so everyone they keep changing their names so you can't tell who you know so you're trying to take you're trying to work out by their answers who you know to take points off them so these guys are brilliant um, they run this fantastic quiz think it's absolutely great and in honour of this I decided to get some quiz questions from a site that does quiz questions for children oh, very for good. you okay. <laughs> to see oh. if you <laughs> okay I think that you are going to do very well on some seven. of these <laughs> are you ready yes for, for some kiddies quiz questions right what sort of creature is a dingo I actually thought this was quite difficult. I don't know if I would have got... I know what it is. It's an Australian dog, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's a wild dog. I don't yeah. know if I would have said it's a wild dog. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, who was the first man to walk on the moon? Oh, come on. Look who you're asking. <laughs> Neil Armstrong. You won't know this one. What are the names of Harry Potter's parents? I don't know that one because I've never seen Harry Potter. Um, I've never read it and not that interesting. Well, that's fair enough. You don't care. This I is- do know there's a Ford Anglia in it. Yes, there is. <laughs> and it flies. Yes. Um, which, this is difficult because there are four answers. What yeah. are the four oceans called? I wouldn't have known this one at all. Um, I would have got maybe two or, th- two or three. The Atlantic, yes. the Pacific, the yes. Mediterranean and the Arctic. Well, this one includes the Indian. Oh, that would be bigger than the Arctic, wouldn't it? Well, then there's five of them. Is the Mediterranean an ocean? They didn't, it's probably a sea. They didn't include the Mediterranean. Probably a sea. There you go. And what... Is a baby kangaroo called for one million euro? Al Dunn. Is it something like a jilly or something like that? It's ticking. It's not a million miles off a jilly, and it's very, very funny that you said that. What's that, mate? <laughs> What's that, Skippy? If Skippy had a baby, it would be called. Jim, uh, I, I think I've done this on the radio <laughs> at some stage, but like most things that went in and went out, I've no, what is it? A Joey. A Joey, all right, mate. <laughs> Did you know that Skippy wasn't a kangaroo? Was he a wallaby? He was a wallaby. Oh. Yeah. Kangaroos too big, mate. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say they'd be big and I imagine quite hard to wrangle. Yeah. Wow. How many kangaroos have you wrangled? False advertising. Very much so.
Wow. Skippy the bush kangaroo. Well, I suppose Skippy the bush wallaby probably. <laughs> it doesn't have the Skippy the bush wallaby. Actually, it, it works, works okay. It does it? work. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Easily works as well as a kangaroo. Yeah. Oh, I loved that back in the 80s. You'd watch Skippy and then you'd watch Flipper. Or else you'd watch Flipper and then you'd watch Skippy. And they'd be all animaled out of it. And you know what's funny, right? Because you're, like, you're probably talking about the late 80s. Yes. RT were showing the same things the in the mid 70s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Skippy Bewitched. followed by Flippy. Oh yeah, Bewitched. Yeah, <laughs> a brand new series, Bewitched, in 1980. It was made in 1966 or something. It's a wonderful, wonderful series. Da 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 da. da, da. That's it, isn't yep. it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. If we, I don't know if we can sing that on the podcast because oh, I don't uh, think so. probably, probably charges. Probably charges. And I'm sure there are. I'm sure watching it back now in the generation of um, sort of fighting for gender equality and wokeness, it probably doesn't translate. But um, they have a lovely statue of Samantha in Salem, in uh, which central? They have um, yeah, lovely statue of Samantha from Bewitched. So there you go. There you go. Her and her nose. Her and her nose. Doing her thing. Tabitha had the mouth. The daughter did the mouth. Ah. She did the nose and the daughter did... Anyway, I just wanted to be a witch at the time, so uh, that was wonderful for me. That and Betty Boop. uh, If you could roll them into one person, that's who I aspire to (laughs) be. The Betty Boop witch. (laughs) For she is Neve. Rawr. Hear me roar. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Um, Culture, Aldon. Culture. I don't have anything for culture, but what I'm going to do... Actually, I have a couple of things on current affairs. You're mad about this banana story. uh, Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. We're good. This is we're gonna make sure they wait until the end of that, okay? No, okay. Uh, until the end of the gig. The banana, yes. the banana control group. I think you'll find <laughs> the banana control don't group. Be this is our encore. Don't be laughing when you say it. It's a very serious. It's really serious. It's a very serious thing. It's genuinely interesting. I have I have two things, right? Yes. One is about internet challenges, and the other thing mm. is about things to do when you're bored. Both useful in the age of COVID. No, I'm going to do the board thing, and I'll tell you why because it probably has a little bit of culture in it. I was reading a thing in in on, online yesterday in in. The Guardian or some paper like that. Because you were smart. You uh, no, I can't, no, because I was trying to find something to do with this. Okay, in yes. culture. So I said, Neve, Neve would know about this. I'll I don't know Let me get into the head of Neve. What okay. would she? Where would she go? Um, so 50 th- 56 things to do when you're bored. Was okay, there, right? Brilliant. And some of the great ones were this. Were, were these? Have a chutney tasting competition. <laughs> I like chutney. I don't. Um. Spices up a cheese. Make your own paper and ink. What? Yeah. How? It, I, I don't know whether it told you. I just read the headline. And, Amazing. And I'm from that generation where I have no attention. Like, I would like to make ink. You'll like this one. Read Shakespeare out loud. I genuinely sometimes do that. It just sounds so nice. I have a little book. It's just a little book of sonnets, which I love. But I just always hide beside my bed. And every now and then when I'm alone, I just sort of seek. I've never told anyone that before. But That's it doesn't. It doesn't surprise do. me. No, not at all. It just sounds so lovely. They're just made to be read and enjoyed. You see, I don't get Shakespeare, and I knew you'd like that. And I, I knew love you'd that. Get, yeah, That's yeah. very funny, and I'm glad that somebody else has thought of that because I felt like a bit of knob. Nope, <laughs> nope. It's absolutely perfectly I just think it's normal. Beautiful. I made my dad read Shakespeare at my wedding. I made him read one of the sonnets, and he was like, "No one will understand this. this is a load of crap. I don't get this. This is stupid." So I explained it to him, and he actually loved it in the end. Or maybe he was just being He was kind. just being nice because you were getting married, Nick. He's probably being, he's probably emotional, but yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, they're they're made to be enjoyed in all different accents. And all different Actually, accents he, and and he was being extra nice because you couldn't have a real wedding. Because so you couldn't have a real he wedding. He didn't have to pay for it, so he was <laughs> delighted with himself. Um, here's the next one. I'll get him, yeah. Try, <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> try a poem a day. Oh, that's a nice one. You see, I knew you'd love that. I love that. I don't, I love I that. don't get poetry. 
you uh, you just wouldn't. I'm be not cultured. Bothered with poetry. No, you I have just other things not, to be not doing. cultured. I do not get it, and particularly poems that don't rhyme. That's not poetry. <laughs> if you say it in a particular type of voice, voice in which the poems yeah. feel, like it just becomes poetry. I don't. No. Yeah, don't understand. Don't understand all that kind of stuff. But um, give me an L sonnet. On oh, you, you, you are you, you're not a poem fan, are you? Know? I do like it. I like it, but I, but I see what you're saying. If you're not into it, I can see how it would sound stupid. I, no, it doesn't necessarily <laughs> sound stupid, but I just, I, I just. I actually used to perform my poems <laughs> at open mic nights. That's how far I took that, and I enjoyed it. And it was, it was um, something, something I liked doing on a Monday. <laughs> I'm really sorry to anyone who had to listen to that, but I got something out of it, and I. I, um, do you still have said poems? I do have said poems. Bring one in next week. Oh, God. I mean, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you, you'll you have to read it. Oh, no. <laughs> you can it. perform it. Oh, God. I think it'd be funnier if you How long it. are they? Some of them are really long. Okay, we don't want the long one. I'll bring you a, do bring they you a rhyme? short one. Do they rhyme? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, then yeah. it's a real poem. Okay. It's past that test. <laughs> you only like song lyrics. Poems in the form of song lyrics. They need yeah. to rhyme. They need to have a beat. Yeah. 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 That's just the whole, why bother? What else can I do when I'm bored? Except write poetry. Except write poetry. Yes. Yeah, you could do a bit of research for this. Oh, yeah. Touche. <laughs> Moving swiftly onwards before I get into more trouble. just as much as me. <laughs> uh, what's your wild card? My wild card is a little morbid, mm-hmm. but I was at a, at a funeral last week, and... It was. It had a lot of beauty in it. Even though it was only a ten-person funeral, we got to do it in rural Ireland, which they have those lovely traditions that you don't get as much in the city. And I, I love our, the the parts of our family who live in rural Ireland. When you have a funeral there, you feel so carried by the community. Hmm. And even though only ten people could come into the church with us, the whole town walked. You know, every single shop was closed and the whole town walked behind, you know, it, it, you just feel like you're being carried by a whole community of people. So I, my wild card is uh, a tribute to the Irish wake, Aye. which I think is a beautiful thing. And I've been really lucky to go to a few wakes of the people I love and they've been really beautiful. Um, so I thought I'd have a little look at a few things that happened at an Irish wake. Very good. It is something we're particularly good at. We're good it? at addressing you know the passing of yeah. the soul from one plane to the other and we're good at taking care of people and get them through that week yeah, and, and eating and drinking and having fun and it it just is and celebrating the life of the person because that, you just want to hold exactly on it. to the person yeah, for yeah. another little minute and you want to share other people's experience yeah so I, mi- I missed that not having that last week yeah um, but yes, wake usually held in the home of the deceased or a close, uh, close loved one uh, where the room is prepared for the departed and usually the remains are placed close to an open window to let the spirit peacefully leave the house. Mm-hmm. So that's an important part of it. Candles. Uh, and years gone by, I noticed that we had stopped our clocks. And I was like, I forgot about that. Clocks stopped at the time of death, mirrors covered and curtains closed, which are, are the old customs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got this off Jennings.ie, funeral directors, customs. And a good funeral director is worth their weight in gold yep. or platinum. They're just an amazing thing to have. If it rains over a, an open grave, someone present at the graveside may die within the year. It's unfortunate okay. that happened. Um, well, if there's a big crowd, somebody's probably going to die within the year. And, and, yeah, exactly. And if it's an elderly person and their elderly friends are there, well then, you know. Here's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for ruining. No, 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 not at all. No, we're all going to die. It's yes. okay. 
you know, you you have to accept. I I like a memento mori because it makes me live every day. Oh yeah. Um, dropping an umbrella on the floor or opening umbrella in the house means there will be a murder in that house. There's been a murder. And that's why I left it in because I knew you wouldn't miss your cue. <laughs> I didn't even watch that, right? But I do know the the line. I heard it in my head. I read that and I was like. This is what I'm doing for my wild card for the sole reason that unprompted Al Dunn will give us his line. Uh, it's yeah. going to be Midsummer Murders. It's going to be amazing. Do it. Go go for it again. Yeah, there's been a murder. There has been a murder. <laughs> Staying with Scotland, leaving a coin outside the gate of a bereaved family um, is another is another nice trait that they apparently have. So mm-hmm. you, you have all the coins outside. You see the people love you. Watch this one. This is dangerous. If a sparrow lands on a piano... Someone in the house will die soon. Okay. <laughs> if you can get a sparrow into the house to land on the well, piano, you do, you're I mean, yeah. Get out yeah. there. If you hear or see an owl hoot in the daytime, a death will follow. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. It wasn't bad, was it? It wasn't bad. I yeah. hope I hope nobody dies now. <laughs> um, and on the other hand, the other hand, a cry of a curlew after dark is said to be an omen of bereavement in the family. I don't know why to say it on the other hand. Um, the cry of a curlew a after curlew. dark. Okay. Uh, a dog howling with a sick person, bad omen, okay. bad omen. But if you reach under your bed and turn over a shoe, that will reverse the badness of the dog howling at night and you won't die. And never, speaking of shoes, walk over a grave in new shoes. Doesn't say what'll happen, but you'll probably die. Okay. That's my wild card. Well, that was very uplifting. Yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, and now the, the, thank you for that. Um, now the star of the show. Yes, here we go. Two Drum weeks roll. ago. Two weeks ago. Yes. You put it to me. I did put it to you that we should that I should do a banana control group. Yes. For me porridge. And I was only half joking. <clears throat> you were well. So, I porridge a couple of mornings a week. I buy these bananas on a Monday night very regiment. Um, you are, and you are. I have them then on, on until the last time I will I will have banana in my porridge is Thursday morning. Right? Otherwise there will be a murder in the Of house. course, there's a murder. Um, <laughs> is that not from Taggart? I'm sure it's Taggart, yeah. yes. It's definitely not Midsummer Murders. Well, whatever. <laughs> they all sound the same. Um, <laughs> it so, is Taggart. They, so, I, I normally would keep the bananas in the fridge. Yes. Uh, pose the question to you, is it better in or out? You suggested a control group. I Because you're clever. Well, I was very interested, and I remain interested. I, I mean, listen, there, I, there's only one other person I know with as many degrees as you, and that's Michael Cummin, right? <laughs> Michael Cummin loves loves a degree. He does. He's he, very good at he's training. He's exceptionally clever And he as trains well. people. Yeah, he is exceptionally clever. Is. Shout out to Michael Cummin, um, excellent broadcaster. And, and, and just a very clever guy. But anyway, um, so I did it, right? Not yes. expecting any any difference. So I had mm-hmm. two in the fridge and two okay. out of the fridge. Yeah, so these are just fully sealed, unopened bananas. That's it. Okay. Um, now, observations. Out of the fridge. So Thursday morning. Yes. Um, I had one laid beside the other. Okay. Okay. Yes. And I have pictures and I'll put these on Twitter. I'm excited to um, see these pictures. Out of the fridge. Skin more dull. A bit blacker. Peeled easier. Not much difference in look when peeled. And we'll leave it there for the time being. Okay. So that's the... <laughs> That's the out of fridge banana. Okay. I've pictures of them. What are you laughing at? You asked me no, to do No, it's this. amazing. It's brilliant. It's just it's it's just done with such total sincerity and commitment, which oh, is very which much I love. So. I'm incredibly impressed with the scientific um, Listen. study here. Hang on there for yeah. a second. So okay. that's the one out of the fridge. Yeah, a Skin bit more blacker. dull, a bit blacker, peeled easier, not much difference in look when peeled. Okay. Uh, the one that was in the fridge. Yeah. And I have them marked in fridge and out of fridge. Yes. Um this had more sheen on the skin. <laughs> 
It was shinier. Okay. Uh, so it was harder to peel. Okay. It was a bit more sturdy to peel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Now let's move on to the taste. So <clears throat> I tasted both in and out of porridge. Oh. <laughs> okay. So out okay. of the porridge, the one that had been out of the fridge tasted sweeter and more banana-like. Yes, I can imagine because the sugars would have an opportunity to ripen. Very good. The one that was in the fridge was much more bland in comparison. So you, you're like a sweeter banana. I put the one that had been out of the fridge into the porridge and it made a significant difference. Yes, okay. So there you go. So in conclusion... In conclusion, it depends on what you like, but it's going to be it's going to be more sweeter if it's out of the fridge. Yes. And you're right, I am taking it very seriously. I've left them out of the fridge since. And you were an in-fridge banana kind of guy. I just threw them in the fridge. I thought yeah. that's what you did with bananas. I but you enlightened me. Well, I'm really happy because I had never thought to do an actual study, but I had wondered these things for many years. So this is going to alleviate all of my wonderings. And I am committed to my uh, continued leaving of bananas outside of fridge because I also like a sweetened banana and a sweeter part of a very sweet tooth. Well, well there you go. I'm, I, I'm not that pushed on whether it's, <coughs> excuse me, that sweet or not, but definitely, well, obviously I am if, if I prefer the sweeter banana. That's a full control group. Listen, Luke O'Neill that in the Hapenny place. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is Professor this is real Al Don science. here. Yeah. Re- yeah, this is none of your vaccine rubbish. This, this is the banana control group. The hard-hitting scientific study that people need in times exactly. of global pandemic. And I know we say we, we're here to entertain. That's informative that is and that is educational. And you know what? We should get a grant for this kind of thing. I've heard of stupider studies. <laughs> <laughs> Significantly stupider studies. And this is one that I'm going to think about every single breakfast time for the rest of my life. Do so you I know, thank you for your gift to humanity I and I'm we'll, putting you forward for a Nobel we'll Prize. We'll use that as the billboard for this. <laughs> She's heard of stupider studies. I'm going to take that as a, I'm going to take it as a compliment. As it was intended. Yeah. I could tell by the way you were looking going I've heard of stupider studies. I actually think this is amazing. I don't think we can go anywhere. I think we've reached our, our pinnacle. We our have. Peak. We're going to finish now. If we finish now, you know. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we never got to talk about your brother, which we will do next week. Oh, I'm sure he'd be delighted yeah, to the, make it onto our podcast. The good thing is he doesn't listen, so we can say whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think That's I don't think one. we can beat that. I think we may leave it there. I we're going out in a high. Yeah. Do you want to do the outro? I do. I just don't have the page. <laughs> did I not give it to you? You did. But I've put it here. Somewhere. Here right. we go. It's on the part seamless. that says outro. It's in a seamless segue. Oh, I tell you. Look at where you listen. A weekly podcast. Two people with opinions. Radio station closed down in order to keep us off. This is not the outro. I thought that was the intro. It's <laughs> the intro. That's the, listen, it's the same thing. You're the, it's the same thing. It's the last show. Here we go. Here we yeah. go. Here we go. Look at we in a seamless segue. Look at where you listen podcast and your suggestions and stories are of course as always welcome to look it at uniquemedia.ie or you can catch us on Twitter at look it podcast. That's look it l o o k i t podcast. I must have written that, but I can't find my version of it. Good, I'm glad that you are also off All over the place, as per normal. But yeah, I was so impressed with the bananas that I just, like, I I just think, like, nothing else needs to be said. It doesn't. Nope. I'm Neve Bennett. Al Don here. We'll see you next week. And we will talk to you then about bananas and all kinds of, who knows, who knows what. (laughs) Apples next week. (laughs) Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Will you listen? listen?